Well, hey there, everyone. This is Mike, and I want to talk to you about how not to drive a Jeep into the middle of a lake and try to get to an island. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you uh, being with us here today. I haven't been on Facebook Live for a little bit, so we changed some formatting, but uh, good to have you here. Um, for, for those who don't know, um, my name's Mike Holmes. I run the Reaching Young Families group here uh, and reachkeep.com stuff, and I got a lesson that I learned long ago uh, about getting stuck. Uh, and I work with a lot of churches, and it seems like getting stuck is kind of the word, the word of the month. And uh, it seems like we have, it seems like we have churches that are are stuck. They know what to do. In other words, the road's out there. They need to be out there driving on the road. But they're in the mud hole. Uh, they're in the snowbank. Uh, they're in a mine shaft. That's another story. I uh, got stuck once in a mine shaft uh, with a truck. Um, yeah, that's a whole other story. They're in the middle of a lake with the Jeep trying to get to the island. Now, we know what we're supposed to be doing. We just can't seem to get it done. And there's a lot of things that cause that to happen. Uh, sometimes it's just not knowing kind of what to do uh, in this day and age there's a lot of new things if you're a church leader and I'm uh, teaching this primarily to some of our church leaders that are out there um, if you're a church leader today my word the, the things going on and all the different things that you have to go to it is a bit overwhelming and sometimes that has a paralyzing effect uh, so there's so much stuff sometimes as you're driving you kind of hit the wall or drive into the hole and you've got a particular problem um, not enough volunteers not enough money not enough time <laughs> uh, if you're bivocational that's a big one not enough time uh, all of those things tend to get people stuck sometimes uh, pastors get stuck because they're just kind of in the uh, analysis paralysis we call it you know just trying to figure out do I go this way or that way or that way do I read this do I do this emphasis or that emphasis and that's that's kind of hard but that happens all the time I talked to a pastor just yesterday who was in that kind of boat he just had so many options he just didn't know which one to take and where to go and uh, so there's a lot of different things that can happen uh, and a lot of ways that we can get stuck. Now, my story here, uh, you know, sometimes, um, sometimes getting stuck is just making kind of the wrong decision, just thinking it's going to be easier and it turns out to be harder. Uh, I think that's applicable, too, with, uh, with church work. There's a lot of times when we're we just go, hey, I'll speak and I'll teach and people will get saved and life will be good. And, you know, they'll give in the offering and they'll volunteer to help with things and they'll send their kids to the programs. And all of those kind of things are really, uh, you know, sometimes we think it's going to be easier and it's not. And that's what happened. When I was a kid, um, I was a high school senior um, and my buddy of mine had an old CJ5. Uh, which is kind of state-of-the-art back then and uh, we did a lot of hunting in it we boy we drove around did had a lot of fun in that Jeep that's for sure um, it didn't even have the back seats I mean it was just the two seats and the bar and and uh, the canvas uh, around the sides uh, just a great and it was a purple color some of you might remember from the 70s that kind of purplish color uh, Jeep that they had 
uh, back then, kind of a popular one. And uh, so we had done some hunting. We'd been doing some things. We'd gone fishing. We, I mean, we did everything in this Jeep. So we went out to uh, a lake that we had gone fishing at quite a few times. And we were we got out there, and something was unusual. We got close to the lake. It's like, where's the water? The, the water was really drained. And l later on, we found out they were draining the lake to fix like the outlet on the dam and where I grew up there are no true lakes uh, I grew up in eastern Kansas they're all reservoirs there there's no real like some of you from Wisconsin and Michigan you got like real lakes you know they've been there for thousands of years ours were made on purpose you know mainly to stop a flood or water a cow or maybe you know do some fishing but for whatever reason they made this lake and I think they use it for irrigation and also used it for uh, water for the local city that was about 10 miles away. We drove out there, and there's no water. I mean, it was just like, you know, really run down. And there's this island in the middle of this lake. We'd always wanted to go out to the island, thought, hey, we'll take a boat and go out to the island, fish off the island, and, you know, all that. And we looked, and it was like it was kind of dry all the way out to the island. And it, it, the, the, the mud, you know, it's just like that sediment stuff in the bottom of a lake, been there for, you know, 50 years or whatever. We're like, hey, we can drive to the island you know and so we were pretty excited about it but what seemed to be dry dirt you know and it even had some cracks in it uh you know was not so so we got like about a hundred yards out and the, the first little bit when we're kind of going down you know felt pretty good but as we we started going we're now like a hundred yards from the shoreline we got out there, things started going down, and I could tell he put his foot into the gas because it's like he could tell things weren't going well, and we, you know, uh, thought we would shoot through it, and all we did was just kind of go, you know, and the back end just dropped in. We hadn't even put it in four-wheel drive, so we put it in four-wheel drive, and if, if you guys have ever been stuck, and some of you guys know what this is like, we were really stuck bad and kind of high-centered and it's all that. We put it in four-wheel drive and to turn the front wheels, and it didn't go anywhere. It just went, it just flattened out. In other words, it just dug those down, and now we're just like totally flat in the mud. You know, you step out, and the mud's just the level with the doors uh, type of a thing, and it, you could walk on it. Um, so, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, just a – high school kid you know you could walk on a thing but the thousands of pounds of jeep was heavier and that's what caused the problem not only was the mud deceiving but the load was heavier and the application here is just so so good for church work many times we see something we think we can do we can start a program we can you know canvas this kind of town we can run this uh, event or this vbs and it appears to be it appears to be good and then when we get out there not only is it not what it appears but the load that we have is heavier than what we thought and while you could we could walk on the dirt i mean it was it was it got it was almost even dusty um but it was only just crust and then it just you know down into the mud into the sediment later we found out the lake had been built like 50 years ago and the sediment was probably 15 feet deep and good thing that it was as hard as it was or the jeep would have just like sunk all the way into the mud and never never been recovered it would have been a bad
It would have been a bad thing. So we were in a heap of trouble, and uh, we didn't know really what to do. Uh, I had some friends that lived near that lake a couple miles away, and I thought, well, I'll just start walking, you know. So he stayed at the Jeep, and I walked and, and got over to their house and used their phone. This was like, you know, I don't even know how we lived before phones, you know. It was like... You just had to walk and go find a phone is what you had to do. You'd go to someone's house, hey, can I borrow your phone? But I went to my friend's house um, and asked if we could borrow their phone, and I called a couple different people. Nobody could come. Finally, I got hold of a guy, and his dad had a giant, like a crane, a truck with a crane. And uh, <laughs> we didn't know that at the time. I just said, does your dad got something you can come pull us out? And he's like, yeah, let me see if I can talk him into it doing something. He lived about 20 miles away the other direction. So we, uh, I walked all the way back, and I got back there, and there was, my friend John had roped a couple of guys into coming trying to pull them out, and they had big Ford Broncos with bigger, wider tires, so they didn't sink as bad, and they had really long toe straps, so they stayed real far away, and we put two of them on there, and we were able to, man, they were bouncing all over the place, and finally we were able to get the thing up out of the mud, pull it out backwards, and uh, get it going. And about the time we get up onto the hard, back on the hard ground, around the corner comes my friend that I had called for help, and his dad brought this crane. I'm telling you, he could have, like, sat on the road, you know, extended the boom out like 100 feet and, you know, picked us up and dangled us and dropped us back on the road. I almost, like, wanted to drive the Jeep back into the mud so he could do that because his dad didn't look real happy that he had just driven 20 miles with this gas-guzzling gigantic crane uh, to pull us out. Um, but nonetheless, we got out, and it was uh, it turned out to be kind of a good day. It was sort of – it was good because we were out. I felt bad because the dad had driven the thing so far and all that. But – it was good to be back on the road and moving again. And I think that is the, the, the lesson here that I have. And if you're a church worker, there are many times we get into things uh, in church work, um, Sunday school classes, training, workers, you know, social media stuff, uh, just dealing with all the people in your church and the, you know, the things that are going on and the emotional shallowness that seems to exist in our communities today. Uh, you know, across the nation, the meism that just kind of puts every everything so selfish. And uh, church work is heavy. I mean, it's uh, it's a great delight, and I, I don't want to paint this too gloomy because um, serving the Lord is great. I planted a church. It was the best 13 years of my life. It was just absolutely awesome. We had a wonderful time. Uh, recently, turned it over uh, to a younger guy who's doing a great job. And but but. It, it was wonderful, but in the wonderfulness, and maybe in the midst of your wonderfulness, you also feel like you're like bogged down, that you're stuck and you're not really moving. You know, Jeeps, as much as they are good for off-roading and all that, they are meant to be moving forward. In other words, everybody's got a, a stuck story. Everybody's got a Jeep stuck story, okay? But the stuckness is not what we were designed it's not what a vehicle was designed for. It's certainly not what a Jeep was designed for. And it is not what a servant of the Lord, a pastor in a local church, is designed for, to be stuck and not moving forward. 
and we here at reachkeep.com uh, have been busting our tails here lately on our new and revised uh, Reaching Young Families online training course and our ReachKeep Academy, which becomes available very soon. Uh, and it helps churches get out of their stuckness, okay? And that's really what we're all about. Get you moving. I'm going to promise again, we don't promise, you know, scads of attendance, you know, big attendance and victory. Yeah, it's, you know, it's all going to be roses. But I can tell you what, if. If you get involved and uh, in our academy, I'll explain some of the details of it in a moment, you won't be where you were. Uh, that, that's kind of the bottom line. It, we will help you move, move forward, and uh, we, we guarantee that. And, and that's a, even a money-back guarantee. In other words, if you're not satisfied with what we do, it is not something um, that we're going to argue about. We're just going to give your money back. It's a monthly membership, and we deal with you monthly. We found that, that if we just hand something, if like someone's hands you a book, I got a bunch of books here, you hand your book, here, do this. That's like, ugh, that's a lot of stuff in a book. I mean, and a lot of details. What I need is someone to help me. We needed someone, I didn't need a book on how to get unstuck. I needed someone to help me get unstuck, okay? I needed someone with a tow rope. I needed someone to pull and, and exert effort alongside uh, to, to get out. And that, that's how it is when you get stuck. You need someone pulling and tugging to get you back up on the pavement and moving again where you're supposed to be. And that is really what we're involved in. That's what we specialize in is helping you uh, get going. The Academy is a monthly membership. And what we do in the Academy is that we feed you information and a lot of it is video stuff just exactly exactly like what you're looking at um, it will come to you though on a browser or it actually comes on an app we have a, a app on your phone and we are going to feed you the things that you need to help you get unstuck we have a a, a course that we developed the reaching young families online course and we have uh, now had this course in publication and out in the wild as they call uh, for about five years we have uh, hundreds of different people who have been affected by this course and have enrolled and have tr been trained through uh, these things and we teach a lot of just really important things to help people move forward we talk about core values and kind of getting you know having those values that are really your anchor and then once you know those we teach you how to create what we call amazing Sundays where your Sunday is going to be the highlight of the week. And that service, especially the Sunday morning service, is going to be the thing that is not only going to be your highlight, you're going to put your most effort into it, but that's going to people be attracted to your church uh, and come because of that. In America today, the front door of the church is basically the Sunday morning service. This is the entry point for the greatest majority. I know there are people that will come at your other midweek things and, and evening services and come through Bible studies and uh, things of that nature, you know, door knocking and tracks. But when, they, when they're interested, they are going to attend Sunday morning. And so we teach about how to create an amazing Sunday morning service and not like hoopla and rah-rah and rock and roll and you know all that that we're not attracting them with that we're attracting them with with good solid gospel presentation preaching good relational stuff 
what we call a fertile landing ground. Your church needs to be a fertile place where the seed will come, boom, and it will land and grow. And we teach that. We also have um, some just real distinct things on children's ministry and youth ministry and nursery. Uh, because if you're going to reach young families, and if we're going to reach people, okay, we want to, I mean, I want to reach them all. And God said, go into the world. Bottom line is you can only preach just certain little segments. In other words, you, you can't reach the whole world, okay? That, that sounds terrible. Um, but if you know what I mean, you, you, you're in a location. You've already chosen a spot. So you're going to reach your town, your subdivision, your community, um, you know, your ethnic group that you're working with. That's going to be kind of your specialty, okay? And that's where you need to stay and focus. That's where God's put you. So that's where we want you to flourish, right there. And we want you to reach that group there. And in that particular group, then, as you kind of subset that out, um, there are people, obviously, we would witness to the senior citizens, we witness to the high school kids, we witness to, you know, single moms, we witness to everybody, you, you, you do that. But you also have a programmatic focus of where, like, if you're going to go hand out gospel tracts, for example, you're going to go to a neighborhood. Okay, you're going to go to a street, you're going to go to an apartment building, you're, uh, you know, all of those. That, that's what I mean by a programmatic focus. You're going to go someplace, okay? The someplace, okay, besides the geographic, which we'll let you kind of pick because we don't know your, your community, the, the someplace you need to go is your, your the, the demographic is what we call reaching young families. Everything else being equal, let's work with young families. They're going to be around longer. They have children. Most of us worked with children. We know kind of how to do that. There are great needs. And besides this, here is something that's interesting. There are a lot of statistics out there, and you can go to Barna Research and Pew Research and some of that. The group of people that is not running from God as fast as the rest of the world seems to be running from God, you know, the teenagers running and older people running, all that, the group that is coming back or at least, you know, not running away as fast is the parents of elementary age kids. That group, those that have young children, are the ones that are being attracted to church. And the reason is, is because they have a house full of relational problems. They have a little five-year-old girl who thinks she's 18. They got a, you know, a, a seven-year-old boy that thinks he's going to run everything. They got middle schoolers that are the smartest people in the world. And these parents don't know what to do. And we have the answer for them. We have the Bible. We have salvation. We have the, and the Word of God to teach them how to live book of Proverbs. I mean, we have all this stuff. And so your youth and nursery ministry is super, super important. So we teach about that. We talk, we talk about social media stuff, how to do exactly this, social media stuff. We also teach uh, how to create what we call ministry teams. And, uh, you know, so you are working together with a group of people, cohesive unit, moving forward, getting things done. And uh, that's a very, very important thing in our day and age is to actually have teams that are doing things and not just a group of people doing something at the same moment. Um, that happens all the time. Um, and then we also have what we call blueprint. And it's sort of this idea of how to help you kind of just start putting it together. We have what we also call... Uh, um, kind of this idea of steps to help you kind of know where you're going. We have some really concrete things uh, that we'll be sending you, and some of this comes 
onto your phone through video. You'll get an email reminding you, hey, there's something on the on the course. And you can do it on your browser, on your laptop if you want, or your, your regular uh, desktop computer, or you can do it all on your phone. doesn't matter. You'll also get emails that will do that. In addition to the, the, all that training with the Reaching Young Family course that you're going to get, and we kind of drip that out to you. We don't overload you. This is something we have learned is that you, can't, you just can't dump too much stuff on somebody. We're going to give it. We're going to pace you. We're going to meet with you and talk with you on Zoom. We're going to get to know you one-on-one, and then we're going to pace this stuff out to you and give it to you as you, as you need it slowly. We also are going to be giving you some emails that are be coming. They're going to be covering like when the Zoom call is going to be, when we're going to talk, and and what your next little thing is coming up. Those are going to be in your email. I'm going to warn you about those things. But also we're going to give you some you know other tips and things that we're working on. But we're going to give you what we call seasonals. And this is like as the Christmas season approaches, or Easter season approaches, or summer. We're going to help you figure out how to run that season the right way and you'll get all this stuff you know six eight weeks ahead of time so a lot of people go through what they call the summer slump we think the summer is a tremendous time to actually grow your church and at our little church here summers were the big days I mean some of our biggest days were in the middle of July and it's just amazing and, and I'm not talking about big day like you know we had a giant rip beer float for everybody or you know gave away ten dollar bills that type of thing I'm talking about the idea that it was just a big day. All it's like, man, everybody's here. You know, it's just wonderful. And we have people go camping, and we have people that leave too. And summers out here where we live, we're in the mountains, Rocky Mountain West. We don't have much of summer. We go from winter right to summer, and so a lot of people are gone. But summers can be tremendous. We're going to teach you how to have tremendous summers uh, to take the advantage of the school year. Uh, all that we're going to give you all those things on there. And there's some other bonuses that we have too. Our, some of our social media stuff to, to help you just really go. And, then, and that is a big question. A lot of you guys have questions on that. I do answer a lot of questions on that. And we do have we do a, a special thing that we charge for called a digital assessment where we assess your Google page, your Facebook page, your website, go through all your email strategies and help you with that. And you'll get an opportunity to see how to get to that. But, but the point is the, this Reach Keep Academy that we have is just – a great little monthly thing that paces you and becomes the person that pulls you out and gets you stuck out of this. Because what I found is that people might be stuck here and they're also stuck there and stuck there. They got a lot of stuckness going on. And uh, we're going to help you get unstuck from a lot of those things and do the best, you, best we can. And we're going to be that kind of soulmate for you to help you do that. We spent a lot of time on Zoom calls uh, just talking to pastors, helping them through the particular things that, that they have. And as part of the Reach Keep Academy, we have a monthly Zoom call where you can submit your questions. We can talk about them face-to-face -face and go through some of those things and answer uh, and do the best we can to answer and give you tips and tell you what someone else is doing four states over here or there, whatever. Um, give you some principles that, that are universal, that work everywhere. Uh, you know, for, we were talking the other day with a pastor, and he's like, well, some things don't work in cer certain areas. And I said, well, some things work everywhere. Okay. Some things absolutely work everywhere. For example, if you are going to, um, if you're going to raise children effectively, there needs to be involved parents, period. Okay. The guardian, whatever. I mean, they may not be their biologicals in this day and age, but there needs to be an involved 
you know, guardian or parent there. And we do a ton of stuff on showing you how to not just reach children, but reach young families and do stuff with the parents, do stuff with the kids, interaction, sermon engagement, all of that. A lot of that is what we teach and train. And this is all proven stuff. It's things that we have done. And uh, you can be assured that we're not just making it up as we go along. Uh, we have done all of these things, and we get to be, in fact, we kind of get to be the idea people uh, for you, uh, help you uh, with the ideas, because you're like, I just need to figure out a way to do this. It's like, well, let me give you five different ways we've seen it done, uh, and we talk about those things. So uh, the Reach Keep Academy is going to be opening up real soon. If you want to get involved, uh, we have a wait list. I'm not sure if it, the thing is showing here on Facebook Live or not. I will put it in the notes afterwards, um, but it's just if you go to reachkeep.com slash wait, uh, W-A-I-T, uh, reachkeep.com slash wait. That will get you on the, the wait list. And everybody that uh, jumps on the list early, we're, we're, we got real good early bird special we're doing. Um, we have a 35% off thing for everyone that's involved there, and we'll tell you how to get to that. You'll get, you'll get that information sooner than everybody else. So uh, coming up is the opening of our academy. We only open it up a few times a year. Uh, we take in, uh, to be honest, about a dozen, dozen people. Because um, we, we just can't take more than that and spend, you know, quality time uh, with, with them. So this is a limited thing, and if you're interested, jump on it. That would be my suggestion. And uh, go to reachkeep.com slash slash wait and uh, get on the wait list and uh, we'll definitely get you the discount information and get you the information ahead of everybody else. Uh, we do open this up and put some few ads out here and we have a mailing list of several thousand and it goes out to that and you might be on that list too and you'll get some of that but the wait list people are going to get the um, the good discount stuff. So uh, make sure that you jump on that. And if you're on our mailing list too, we're going to uh, shoot another mailing out here real soon and invite you to to be on it, uh, to get onto the, uh, the wait list. But we just found that people that pay attention, uh, people that pay attention learn better. I mean, that's just the bottom line. In fact, if you pay, then that's why we charge for it. A lot of the stuff we could give you for free all day long. Uh, we got to pay for our hosting and our websites and some of that. It's not a, this is not a massive money maker for us, believe me. Um, but we have found that if you pay, you pay attention. The other day I was doing a uh, coaching. We do some uh, what we call high-ticket coaching with churches that were they're paying several hundred dollars for sessions and going through very specific stuff. So I was doing some stuff, and I sent a video to the pastor that I pre-recorded about the whole topic. He watched the whole thing. And then I do a Zoom call with them and say, okay, here's, you know, what kind of questions you have. And he whips out this, I don't have one here, but, you know, notebook with the, the yellow legal pad. He says, I have three pages of questions. The reason he had three pages of questions is because he paid money for me, okay, to be there, okay, to be his answer man. And um, that's the way it works. If you pay, you pay attention. And uh, so... 
Uh, we do charge for this. Um, you can go to the wait. The wait list is going to give you all the, the information, and we'll get you to a page where it explains it in details, even better, uh, all the things that you have. So we'd love to love to get you involved. It's really not all that much. Um, we have a uh, money back guarantee, so it's there is really no risk, okay, at all. So you can 30 days go on there. In fact, you you can go on there 30 days and really kind of learn a ton of stuff and then just go, hey, I want my money back. Okay, that would, uh, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that because you really need to keep learning things. It would be like reading the first chapter of a book and then throwing it away or whatever. You want to keep learning. You want to keep growing. You want to keep maturing. You want to keep on the road. Because uh, guarantee you, if you're not stuck right now, uh, you're fixing to be. All right, it's coming. Uh, there are there are things that are going to, uh, in fact, if you start to reach new young families, I'll, I'll just give you a couple things that you're going to run into. When you start to reach new young families, one of the number one problems you're going to run into is nursery issues, okay, because they have babies. And uh, if your nursery not in top-notch shape, and if you don't have a solid philosophy of what your nursery is doing, um, it's, it's not a good thing. So we, I spend a lot of time. You, you wouldn't think an old, fat, bald guy in his 60s would be talking about nursery all the time, uh, but I spend a lot of time helping people with their nursery issues. So uh, children's programs, uh, midweek children's programs, uh, a lot of different uh, things that people have questions on, um, how to attract new families with children, okay? So, and, and when they're coming and they're brand new and they're rough as a cob, how do you start to get them, how do you build that relationship with them and start to uh, be able to kind of get them, you know, on the discipleship path? Um, get them saved first, come to know the Lord. Secondly, come to trust in the Lord every day, you know, through all, with all the uh, discipleship stuff. How do you do that? Well, we teach on all that, so we're here to help. Anyway, I want to spend some time with my friends on Facebook. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where all this went. Uh, I hit all the appropriate buttons, I think. It might be, I might be talking to nobody out there. So uh, if you are the person who happens to be watching, I appreciate you. Run over there to reachkeep.com slash wait and uh, click on the wait list. We will send you some emails ahead of time and you will be able to get into, uh, into our introduction video and you'll be able to see kind of how it all start, how it all works and kind of get started if it works for you. Um, we, uh, we don't want to be stuck, okay? Uh, and, and sometimes things don't appear, like I say, the load gets heavier and it doesn't, it looks easy and sometimes it's not. Uh, but it is great. I can tell you, serving the Lord is great. And the exhilaration of being out of the mud hole and being back on the road and rolling again, uh, you know what it's like when your church is hitting uh, on all cylinders and going the, the, the great direction 100% forward, and uh, that, is a, that is the coolest thing in the world. And I'm looking forward to helping you uh, do that. So make sure that you take some time and uh, sign up. Uh, go, go to that thing and sign up, and then we will uh, connect with you um, and help you figure out how to get unstuck so, uh, or keep moving. So thanks for taking time with me here today. Um, I'm going to put this out onto our regular podcast feed and into our YouTube feed as well. Um, so if you're one of our YouTube people and you're watching this, uh, hit the like button. 
Uh, if you're on Facebook, you can share this. If you're, you know, getting this on email, uh, send it to a friend. If you got, I, I, I talked to Pastor Day. He went to a pastor's meeting and told all the pastors that he was getting some help with ReachKeep.com, and we were, we were helping him uh, with some of his stuff. And it's like, then I got a call from another guy. It's like, yeah. You know, we love to help people. I mean, that's really the bottom line. So anyway, thank you so much uh, for being with us here today. And don't forget to, like say, hit the share, hit the like, hit the follow-up button, whatever it happens to be, a subscribe button on YouTube especially. I uh, appreciate that. So I will see you next time and uh, whenever that is. Uh, but definitely see you inside our course. It is very soon that it will be up and running, okay? I'm not sure when you're watching this, so I didn't want to put a date on it because then you go, oh, it's, and then it's already passed. So just get on the wait list. That's how it works. That way you won't miss it, and uh, we'll get you there. So uh, I'll make sure I put the link in the feed there. God bless you guys. We love you all. It's a pleasure to serve the Lord with you and serve the Lord with gladness. So thanks so much. Bye.